Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank on Main Street in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're tired of the big bank experience, and if you know, if you're a big bank, you know what I mean, uh, then what I would suggest is giving Renaissance Bank a look. If you've a small business that are, you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any, any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, I have found that Renaissance really be, is able to mix both of those in, in an effective way. That's my, my experience, and I think you might find the same. So go to renaissancebank.com, find their local office, and give them a call, and I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Greg Sloan. Greg is the co-founder of Go Beyond. Greg, welcome. John, uh, happy, to ha- happy to be here. Thanks hey, for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Let's talk about you and uh, Go Beyond. How are you serving folks out there? Well, you know, John, we're really um, launching a new program called The Purpose Journey. And, and obviously, we're all existing in this post-pandemic uh, environment where we're facing uh, so much unfulfillment, so much just lack of, re- lack of alignment between uh, people and their, and their companies. And so we're serving people by really helping uh, individuals understand what it is to be fulfilled in the workplace. Awesome. So let's talk about your journey because you have an interesting story on how you got to the point of founding this company. Uh, yeah, thanks. So I did spend 25 years in financial services, uh, was what I would say uh, on paper at the peak of a financially successful career. I was carrying a business card that said Vice President Goldman Sachs. I was 37 years old. Growing up a poor kid in Hawaii, mm. I should have been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, making a lot of money was about the only thing going right in my life. My marriage was on the rocks, didn't have much of a relationship with the kids. My health was really poor. And so I asked myself, you know, why am I here? What, what is, there's got to be something bigger than what I'm just making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I went through this process. I was recommended a series of books and self-reflection uh, exercises and went through a process to discover my purpose in life. And that was in December of 2007 and within um, uh, December 2006, excuse me. And within 30 days, I quit my job. That wow. was sort of the beginning of my purpose journey, if you will. Yeah. Wow. Um, we, you know, we, you and I were joking about this before we came on. What is it about the financial services industry that leads people off onto a, a purpose search? You know, um, it might be sort of the story of how we got into it. I was poor and, and growing up with a dad who really couldn't provide for us. And mm-hmm. so when I learned about this whole uh, idea of investing and, and making money, I really saw that as a way to overcome some of the things that my dad uh, struggled with. And so I, th- when you, I've talked to a lot of financial folks, obviously over the sure. years and everyone has a story. Everyone has what we call a money story and mine's probably not that much different, but I think there is a, um, there is this moment where you, you achieve a certain level of financial success and realize it's not really what, you were hoping it would accomplish. Mm. And right. so I, I've, I, I was one of those in the same, in the same boat. So what's interesting to me about you and your um, journey, Greg, is you really have 
you're ahead of the game in a way. I mean, in terms of the purpose search, we've seen a lot of this here over the last uh, year, two years, three years as a result of the pandemic. Yeah. But you've been after this a while. I, I have. And, and I would say, um, well, first of all, from a psychological perspective, research has shown that there's two periods of life where we as human beings tend to be more purpose focused as individuals. The first is in our mid 20s, typically uh, coming out of college for those of us that went on beyond high school. And it's really trying to figure out a trajectory in life that you believe is going to lead you to a certain level of fulfillment in your career and family and and uh, community and all those things. And then the second period of life, again, this is very uh, researched rev- very heavily, is typically in that midpoint of your career. For mm-hmm. men, it happens a lot around the 50-year-old mark. I was a little younger than that. Um, but in terms of the country and the world, for that matter, really on this purpose journey, I don't think it happened in 2020. I don't think it happened in 2009. I think you can really point back to the aftermath of aftermath of 9-11. And th- that was the first time in the last 25 years we really were hit with a splash of cold water that life is short. And you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, you're making an impact in the world and you really are as fulfilled as you possibly can be. So I, I say this really is about a 20-year-old phenomena. It just, the tables have turned in the last two years where the workers now have the upper hand, if you will. For sure. And talk about how you discovered that your purpose was helping others with theirs. Yeah. Again, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we have a process that we've put together in a piece of software, but the process is not that different from a lot of other folks that talk about being uh, in the purpose space. Um, there, there's a whole series of communities that are, that are involved, but I, I would say the, um, th- there are a couple of key elements. The first is you have to understand where you came from. What's your unique story? Because everyone's purpose comes out of their unique story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that whole nature versus, versus uh, nurture. And so there's the component that is also about what is your unique um uh, science, what's the DNA of, of who you are as an individual? What are your strengths? What are your gifts? Obviously, we learn through these, we learn about these things through high school and, and typically into post high school education. So it incorporates all of those things, and ours does as well. Um, but we do use a unique, innovative, a science based approach to helping individuals to create what we call a personal life purpose statement. And I think we're really unique in that. Folks, we were chatting with Greg Sloan. He's the co-founder of Go Beyond. So the the whole idea of helping uh, workers find purpose in the workplace, yes, that really got exposed during the pandemic. I like you're alluding to, this is something that's been going on for a while in, in terms of dissatisfaction, and it really reached, reached a a peak when it comes to remote work and all the other aspects of the pandemic, right? Absolutely. In fact, um, BetterUp did a lot of research on this back in 2017 before we even knew what the word coronavirus was. And a couple of stats um, were that uh, you know nine out of 10 people, according to BetterUp, 
would be willing to take a 20 up to a 23% pay cut to find and to be engaged in work that's more meaningful to them. So this is something that was pre-pandemic. 70% of employees value finding meaningful work, yet only two-thirds of people say their work currently is not meaningful. So again, these are all statistics that are coming in Mm pre-pandemic. What the pandemic gave us was, or gave people, was the the opening, if you will, to say, no, you know what? Now is the time. Now you have a chance to make a pivot in your life into doing something that you believe is more in the trajectory of what is aligned with your purpose in life. Got it. And that really runs counter to what I think a lot of companies want to believe that it's all about pay, right? Yeah. So um, Gallup actually is another organization. I want to say this is 2016 that they really started, uh, put out a coaching model that says you have to move from paycheck to purpose again, pre pandemic. So this is not something that's new, but uh, for organizations, I think when you look at the managers of the organization, senior leaders, 80% of them say that their work is aligned with their purpose in life. But yet um, many of the employees are not, finding that same thing. Again, two thirds say of people say their work is not meaningful for them. So there is this real difference between what the senior leaders say and how purpose centered they are with the, with the people. What's one of the other scary statistics that came out in 2019 is that 82% of unfulfilled employees are actively undermining your culture and your brand. So if you don't fix this as, as a senior leader, as an organization, you are essentially paying your people to undermine exactly what you are trying to to sell and bring to the world. So this is something that has to be fixed. Now, one of the inescapable truths of corporate life is that trends get to buzzwords yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes quickly, right? So this is starting to take on the, the, the uh, tenor of a buzzword. And talk about that and talk about how you – uh, address that and how you get companies to think about this in a, a deeper way as opposed to checking a box. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. This is, um, in fact, Daniel Goldman, the great author who wrote the book, emotional intelligence, just released a piece last week about this, uh, sponsored by corn Ferry, um, that really it, it was talking about this, this concept of purpose washing, mm-hmm. sort of using this word purpose just to check a box and just to be part of the dialogue. And, so, so a lot of our, a lot of our, um, the foundation of what we're talking about really goes back to the 1940s and when when Abraham Maslow uh, first published his work on the hierarchy of needs, and what he found uh, in the in his original paper was that individuals, as human beings, have the, as the peak of their existence something called self actualization that they right. all desire towards. Mm-hmm. Well, most people don't know that Abraham Maslow changed his mind. Mm. 20 years later in the 1960s, he started to realize and wrote some papers that in fact there is a higher peak than self-actualization because the the human being desires to go beyond the self, which is where we get our name from, mm-hmm. into something what he calls, he described as self-transcendence. And self-transcendence is as simple as once you've self-actualized and achieved a certain level of success, you want to turn around and help someone else do the same. Right. We say it's pay it forward. So we've, yes, we use the word purpose and, and it is a very meaningful thing for us. Uh, our definition, our definition of purpose, by the way, is to, as an individual's unique design 
to improve the status quo for others. We've helped thousands of people write life purpose statements. Mm -hmm. And one of the unique things is every single statement is not self-centered. It's about a unique profile of individual or group of individuals. In some cases, that's causes Mm -hmm. that this person believes that they're uniquely designed to solve and to to bring to the world. So ultimately what we're talking about is living a fulfilled life, living a life where you wake up every morning and you just, you're so grateful that you've, you're on this planet, you have breath in your air and you really are here to help make the world a better place for other people. Greg, how do you talk to companies about um, the connection between helping their employees feel that pursue that purpose right and their quarter to quarter objectives which are a reality right yeah so absolutely so again it still comes down to metrics right uh, mm-hmm. employees who live their purpose at work are actually six times more likely to stay in a hundred and fifty percent more likely to go above and beyond to make their company successful. Mm. So I was talking with a very senior leader in a hospital system a few weeks ago. And he said, Greg, you know, I'm a big believer in this. I, I, I really desire all of this and I want my employees to be more fulfilled. But as a business owner, I'm measured by quarter to quarter metrics. Sure. How can we work together to provide me the data to take to my bosses to support programs like this. And that's one of the things that we've baked into our program. Again, it's called the Purpose Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in, we are, have put together a partnership with an organization right here, also in North Atlanta, called uh, Rally Solutions. And they're a learning management platform, a change management platform. And what we have designed is a dashboard to provide the senior leaders um, the real hard data of how their people are doing. Uh, It's really a quarterly checkup of how fulfilled your individuals are. Now, I can't say that it's going to give you some predictive analytics, but I do believe that there is is reality in the data that you're going to be able to see how your existing employees are potentially going off off track. And if you have a high amount of turnover and you can correlate these two, maybe you can reinvest in some programs that will uh, move the needle in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Uh, folks, we're chatting with Greg Sloan. He is the co-founder of Go Beyond, and the the product itself is called the Purpose Journey. Let's talk about how it works, just sure. and and in conjunction with Rally Solutions. So, I'm a business owner, company executive. I'm interested in it. How do I? Um, how does it work? Yeah. So first of all, we are offering, we offer a free 14 day showcase just to give an individuals a taste of how the program works. Um, we follow a model with rally called learn, do inspire learn is a, a series of videos. Uh, they're micro learning videos. So three to five minutes in length, followed by do exercises, which are either within the rally platform or or they're also on our software platform. These are self-reflection. These are actual exercises. Any of the exercises could be anywhere from 60 seconds to 10 minutes in length. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then finally, there is a, uh, there is a, um, uh, a community uh, uh, board, if you will, where individuals can post about what they're learning about themselves. Each individual does get assigned a journey partner. So 
we believe no one goes on this journey alone. So uh, Susie may get paired with Barbara and they go through the program together. They're also in a smaller cohort of 25 to 50 individuals that they have the ability to inspire one another along their purpose journey. Wow. And you've been, uh, you've rolled this out when talk about the history there. Yeah. So, um, I sold my company, again, the financial planning firm that I sure. launched in 2007. I was blessed to sell that company in 2020. And we launched the product in person mm-hmm. uh, and then COVID hit. Got it. So when we launched the program, it was not a video-based program. It was actually a live um, learning program. Think of it like a team building exercise where I would go in and I had another partner who would go in and face-to-face work with the uh, leaders as well as the employees. COVID obviously changed that, and then we pivoted uh, to the uh, video learning model. Actually, last year, uh, uh, partnered with Rally. Um, so we are just in the early stages of launching this new digital version. Mm-hmm. It's 100% digital. Our focus is and is healthcare companies mm. and technology companies. Those are the two, two of the industries that are facing significant uh, burnout, uh, particularly in the nurses, there's this whole concept called compassion fatigue, mm-hmm. which is, you know, they've been at the front line. And sure. We really want them to realize that their work does matter. And when we can show them going through the purpose journey and how what they're doing to serve our family and friends, it really is a is why they're placed on this earth. Uh, that really improves the fulfillment in their lives. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I get uh, the healthcare. What about technology? Why why is that an important industry for this? Uh, so in this world where engineers in particular are so are in such demand, and, and my son is an engineer himself. He actually mm. uh, is my one of my co-founders mm. and was uh, working with one of the major consulting firms and decided not to pursue that, partly because he didn't feel like it was aligned with his purpose. And so uh, engineers and high-priced talent in particular have the ability to go anywhere. Mm. And what we've heard from the individuals, the workers, the people themselves, is they want to make sure that what they're building, the software, the hardware, the components, that they really are doing something that's going to do something for a greater good. And when we when we use the word purpose, we're primarily focusing on the individual, but no question that uh, corporate America has had a resurgence of uh, creating what's called a purpose statement for a company. Um, Carol Cohen, who's a consultant here in Atlanta, um, really did a lot of work with Coca-Cola and some of the other major organizations for companies to write a purpose statement for themselves. Mm-hmm. If you think about Patagonia and Tom Shoes and a lot of other um, large companies that are really uh, doing something that has an impact for the world. If you think about the technology space, there's a lot of uh, individuals that are engineers that say, I want to build something that really is going to change the world for the better. Right. And so that's the reason why technology is a second vertical that we're really focused on. Got it. Okay. And uh, so it's early, I know, yeah. but uh, what's the feedback you've gotten so far? So, you know, to be blunt about it, it's a little overwhelming for some individuals because they recognize they've had this gnawing sort of thought in the back of their heads that they're not fulfilled, but they couldn't put their finger on it. Uh, In fact, 85% of individuals have said they believe they have a purpose, but only 65% can articulate it. I think one of the, the feedbacks that we've gotten is they when they go through the program and they actually end up with a life purpose statement, 
it's life-changing for them. Mm. But going into it, they're still struggling to think that it's actually possible. This has taken us years to actually develop the process, the questionnaires, the cadence of questions, the order of the questions. Um, so as I said, most of our uh, users, our, our individuals that have gone through it, have been through beta testing and um, just in our pre-video programs mm-hmm. where I was teaching this live. It's really easy to see the impact in their lives. Um we're, we're, we're still early in how it works on a video perspective and, and a completely digital, but we're really excited about the, the program that we've put together with Rally. Um, the founder of Rally is a former chief learning officer of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta here, and uh, he's put together an amazing platform for us to partner with. That's terrific. So what are the, uh, I guess, the size of the companies that, utilize your uh utilize the program what what's your target yeah so probably um we can go down as low as 25 employees i would say our ideal uh client is probably at least 100 employees up to thousands of employees mm-hmm. this is a program that is best done in a cohort based learning um the ideal cohort is somewhere between 25 and 50 people so if you have a really large organization we would roll it out in stages um, but yeah, somewhere in that um, 100 to 1,000 is really in our sweet spot. And then Rally, our, our partner, really uh, does well with our larger enterprises, and they bring us in on that as well. Gotcha. And what it, it's interesting to me that this is really um, an answer to some culture problems that some yeah. companies have, right? I mean, when you're dealing with individuals and their own purpose, yeah. that uh, if you're able to align a lot of them – it really changes your culture for the better, right? Yeah. So uh, one of the other great authors that I have uh, leaned into in my career was Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great. And when I read that book, uh, gosh, I don't know how, how many years ago now, um, it's a really simple concept, right? If you want to move from a good company to a great company, he says, do two things. Number one, get the right people on the bus. Mm-hmm. And number two, get them in the right seats on the bus. Currently, we're more focused on the second part which is um, alignment of sort of the role that the person plays. If you think about what's happened in the pandemic, and obviously everyone has gone to this work from home, the the work that they do in many cases have become pretty redundant. And so I think I've talked to a lot of workers that say, gosh, you know, I'd like more flexibility in even the things that I get to participate in mm. because for me to just continue to build this particular set of spreadsheets out or, or run these numbers, it's just not as fulfilling. But if I'm able to spend a little bit of time in the marketing or a little bit of time in product development or a little bit of time in um, some of the new programs that we as an organization to, uh, can, can bring to market, that's more fulfilling to me. So we'd like to help the leaders think outside the box and, and maybe redesign even some of their own culture and um, uh, learning programs. So absolutely. This is, this is uh, right at the heart of where, where we're all facing. Well, Greg, this has been great and congratulations on the great uh, work you're doing and uh, uh, the, the help that you're providing people in terms of living more fulfilled lives. Um, Let's get to the most important question, which is (laughs) folks that want to know more 
uh, and would like to be in touch, tell them how they can do that. Yeah, so uh, obviously we have a website. It's trygobeyond.com. Uh, we're on all the social media platforms. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the biggest uh, area that I'm more active in, but we have a Twitter page uh, and, um, and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. But but definitely probably LinkedIn um, and or our, directly to our website, www.trygobeyond.com. Greg Sloan, folks, co-founder of Go Beyond. Greg, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming in. Awesome, John. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. Um, speaking of culture and team building, uh, if you're looking for a different way to do a team building exercise with your uh, folks, how about standing around a stainless steel table and seasoning meat, cutting up vegetables? Well, that's what they do over at A&S Culinary, and it's fun. I've been there, and executive chef Andrew Traub, he's terrific, and he sets up these events uh, there in their culinary studio, A&S Culinary Concepts, and it's a lot of fun. So if you want to know more, call 678-336-9196 or go to asculinaryconcepts.com. You'll be glad you did. And a quick reminder, North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps. We're about to come up on uh, a a six-year anniversary of our show. We've done about 450 shows or uh, and counting as of this, uh, as of this date. And, uh, it's not, a, we do this show for, to celebrate the great work that our guests do. So, uh, it's not about us or business radio X. Um, um, we would love it if you would share the show and if you would subscribe and, uh, if you've heard something you like, uh, send it on to somebody you think would benefit. Uh, that's how we help the entrepreneurs that we have on the show. They, the work they do is valuable and deserves to be celebrated. And we we think you've heard an example today with Greg and his team. So for my guest, Greg Sloan, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.